there, I'm Christy. This is Awaken the Extraordinary and uh, let's leave a few seconds for some music. Okay, well, consider this your standard basic intro and let's get on with the episode, shall we? Hello, my friend. Thank you for choosing to press play. I promise I'm not going to take up an abundance of your time today. Why? Because I'm on location. I didn't have anything ready to go before I left Montana. And I just wanted to share some thoughts with you. I will be back to my regularly scheduled program in a couple of weeks, but until then, you are going to get these little bite-sized additions really just as I feel inspired to record and drop them. So something that I've realized over the past couple of weeks is how important it is to feel understood and to feel understood by those within your inner circle. And as I'm you know, saying inner circle, I'm thinking of Robert De Niro and Meet the Parents and the whole circle of trust thing. I mean, we have a network of people that we are close to. And I think we also have a network of people that we think we should be close to based on what society tells us. And I think it's our hope that these people understand us, whether it's friends, family, coworkers, you know, in that that network of people that we interact with on a consistent basis, whether it's really by choice or circumstance, I think there is just this innate desire to feel understood. And I had that realization myself when, you know, I was working with a counselor when I was on stress leave and I shared something with her and she just responded with two words. She said, I understand. And I think I describe this as just kind of like a release of pressure or hot air. And it made me realize how infrequently I'd heard that in my life up to that point. And fortunately, I have a network of people that I'm close to now that do say that to me. And it's so appreciated. So appreciated. I can't talk. And um, I've made sure that I say that to people a lot more than I used to. And my hope is that they feel that, that they feel they're understood. And I think when it comes to understanding someone, I think it's also important to realize that just because we, we understand where someone is coming from, we understand how someone is feeling, it doesn't mean that we agree with them. It doesn't mean that we think that how they're feeling is quote unquote right. Um, How they're feeling about something may not be in alignment with how we view something and, you know, whatever our personal value and belief system is. Just because we say we understand, it doesn't mean that we're in agreement in one way or in all ways. And so I I feel like that's important to call out. 
I, I feel like a lot of people don't say I understand because they're not in agreement with what someone is doing or is sharing with us. And I don't think it has to be one or the other. I think that you can understand someone and also not be in agreement with what they are doing or what they are saying. And then with that being said, something that I realized, I I think, you know, it was kind of like neon lights for me over these past couple of weeks is that in order for someone to even get to a place where they can utter those words, I understand, where they can be in a place where they can truly understand your perspective. And maybe they agree and maybe they don't agree. But in order for someone to be in that space where they have the capacity to understand and say that to you, I think they have to be in a place first and foremost where there is actually a desire to understand. And so that's why I talk about being curious and asking questions and really doing that coming from a place where you want to understand. It doesn't mean that you're going to, and it doesn't mean that if you understand, you're going to be in agreement. But when you come from a place of curiosity versus judgment, I think that really opens up space for you to approach somebody and say, look, like, I don't understand why you said this. I don't understand why you did this. I don't understand why this is the choice that you made. And I want to. I understand that at the end of our conversation, like I may not agree, but maybe if I understand just kind of like your perspective and why you chose to say or do the thing that you chose to say or do, I can at least understand. I can try to understand. And to me, I mean, that's, that's the foundation of all relationships, when there's any sort of conflict, like if you are just going to make a snap judgment about something, that's really not fair to you. And that's not fair to the other person. And I don't feel that that's an effective way in any way, shape or form to try to resolve conflict. If you want to sweep something under the rug and not address it, or if you just want to complain about something for the sake of sake of complaining, then do that. But If you are looking to really resolve something or really understand someone better, that starts with a true desire to understand. And I've realized, you know, not just over these past few weeks, but just, I want to say throughout maybe the the last five or six years, like, you know, if I'm really pinpointing an exact time frame, people have to want to understand People need to be in a space where their ego is set aside. And I think it's really hard to do, especially because like we live in a very egocentric world. But I think it's very important if you are really trying to understand someone's perspective that differs greatly from your own. I think it's really important to put your ego aside and know that even if you understand where they're coming from, that doesn't mean you agree. And even if you understand and maybe agree to some degree like with what they're doing or the choice that they made it doesn't have to mean anything about you but I think if we get to a place where 
we truly want to understand somebody and we take that first step and say, look, you know, I, I don't understand why you did this. I don't understand why you said this. Can you help me understand? One, the way you're approaching it, I think, is going to be better received from the other person. If you Again, if you are coming from a place of curiosity rather than judgment, I think how that is going to be received will be far better. And I think it's also important that if you are approaching someone with a desire to understand, realizing that you may hear something that may call into question what you were thinking about it previously. So let's say you've just determined that this person is just a terrible person. They're selfish, they're manipulative, blah, blah, blah. And then, I don't know, one day you wake up and are just like, you know what, I just don't like feeling this negatively towards someone. I want this relationship to be better because I don't like having negativity in my life. So why don't I approach this person from a place of curiosity? Why don't I approach this like, hey, I want to understand. It doesn't mean that I'm going to, but my mind can't even get to where you are. So can we talk about things? Because I'd like to understand your perspective. And if you have a genuine desire to understand, to me, that will be evident. But I think when you put yourself out there, because in a way you are putting yourself out there, what happens if the person says something that actually makes sense to you? What happens if you had this story in your mind about who this person was or why this person did something, and then you give them the opportunity to talk about things and they actually say something that makes sense to you. Well, what does that mean about you? I feel like it's very natural for us to just go along with the story that we tell ourselves about people and what they say and what they do because it's just easier. Like we've cast a person in a role and everything that they do that supports the role that we have cast them in, in our minds, that's just what we're going to see. But if we see these things that don't correspond with the role that this person plays in our stories, we don't want to see that because that might mean that we're wrong about them. And if we're wrong about them, then what does that mean about ourselves? And It's scary because again, like we live in a very egocentric world where like our ego is just like priority. And I think it's really hard and it takes a certain level of self-awareness to be able to put that ego aside at times and know that like you're actually not operating from a place of ego. You are operating from a place of connection. Like you have a desire to connect with someone. You have a desire to understand someone who thinks differently than you, who does differently than you. And if what you start hearing from this person doesn't align with, again, the character that you have kind of selected them to play, well, then that could potentially call into question everything that you've ever thought about this person, maybe all the shit you've talked about this person. And that's a really hard thing to reconcile. And so I feel like it's easier to just have no desire to understand someone who does something or, or says something that doesn't make sense to you. Because if you don't understand, then you can just kind of play the ignorance card and just go on believing whatever you choose to believe about this person. And you don't have to question anything about yourself. And so 
that's kind of the realization that I've had over the past five years. And then, you know, kind of dealing with the stuff that has gone on in my life, like over the past few weeks, that's kind of what I've, I've realized is I really do have a desire to understand people that think differently than me. I will say too, that my attempt to understand someone that thinks differently than me, I I only will go so far. And if people don't seem to have that desire with me, like I'm, I'm right now, like I'm thinking about a friendship I had that kind of just disintegrated a couple of years ago. But if, if there's not like a mutual desire to understand, then to me, the relationship isn't even worth having. And so I, I feel that way just about relationships in general. If it's not reciprocal, if there's not really, you know, a, a similar level of energy and care and interest by both parties, then to me, it's not a relationship that's worth having. And that's my own personal opinion, you know, but I'm thinking of, you know, friendships that I just kind of allowed to disintegrate because there wasn't that equal level of exchange there. And if I wasn't making the effort, then the friendship, the relationship wasn't really there. And I mean, it's possible that other people can say that about me. The value that I placed on certain relationships, it wasn't an equal energy exchange. And so therefore I was like, you know what, I'm kind of out. I feel like I'm rambling, <laughs> but, but I feel like it's really important to have a desire to understand someone and not understanding so that you can be proven right. A desire to understand because you actually care about that person and value that relationship, or maybe you want to repair it. Many of us get into relationships with people or, or, already in relationships with with people where there simply is not that desire to understand. And I don't know why that is. Um, you know, I can guess that maybe it's like they don't place the same level of value on the relationship. Maybe they are a very egocentric person and they really just don't care about other people. Like I, I don't know what the answer is and I don't know that there's one answer. I just know that many of us want to feel understood and in order for us to feel understood by the people in our lives, there has to also be a desire from that person to understand you. And, you know, I mean, the same goes for us, right? Like, if we want to be understood by someone, then there is a level of responsibility on our part to try to understand how that person is feeling, to try to engage in those conversations. And, you know, it's been my experience, I think it's split 50-50 where, you know, you open the door for someone and that person does walk through the door and is willing to have that conversation with you. And I think, you know, a lot of it is you creating that space for that person to feel comfortable sharing. But then I think there are also people where, you know, despite your attempts to try to understand them or engage them in a conversation so that you can you know, improve the relationship, they're just not into it. And I think at that point, then it becomes our responsibility to, to really assess the relationship and say, you know, is this something that I want to continue putting my time and energy into where 
it, it's very obvious to me that this person does not have that desire, does not place that same level of value and concern on our relationship. And then we have to make a decision as to whether or not, like, is this really how we want to be using our time and our energy? And all of this is really just about, I think, our desire. I don't want to say I think. <laughs> all of this is about our desire as human beings to feel understood. And we can share our thoughts and our concerns with someone. However, if there is not a true desire from that person to understand how we're feeling, if that person really doesn't even care how we're feeling, that person is likely not going to give us the warm fuzzies and say, I understand. Because for one reason or another, they don't care. And it then becomes you know, the ball comes back in our court and we have to decide, like, do we want to make this person caring about us, like our job? Do we want to make this person understanding who we are and how we feel? Like, do we want to make that our job or is our time and energy better spent on people who actually have a desire to understand us, who truly do exhibit with their actions that they care about us And is it reciprocal? And then we just go from there. So I'm sharing this with you because a lot of this is stuff that I I realized within the past five or six years, you know, not to say that I didn't experience it previously, but I just don't know that I had the level of awareness and the perspective that I have now to really look at situations and relationships in this way. And so, you know, in that session with my counselor, when she said I understood and I realized like, how rarely I heard that up until that point when I was like 42-ish, it really made me reflect on a lot of the relationships that I had been in um, with family, with friends, romantic partners, and then also relationships that I was in currently. And it's gotten me thinking differently about relationships that I have chosen to be in since then. And I think respect and care and concern and a desire to understand, I think that that is really the, the foundation of a good relationship. And if something is not there, if like that desire to understand is not there, then I don't feel like that's a healthy relationship for anyone to be in. And I realize that I want people to understand me And I want to understand them. And I know what I have done in relationships that I've been in and relationships that I'm currently in to try to ensure that I understand. And are there people in my life that that I probably don't have those conversations with? Yeah, because (laughs) I just know I yeah, I just know that um, that it's not reciprocal. And so those are conversations that I choose to no longer engage in because I've really just determined it's not worth my time and my energy. But in order for someone to help you feel understood, they need to first and foremost have that desire to understand. And if they don't have that, then they are never going to understand you. If you think or do something that isn't in alignment with how they think you should be doing something or saying something, if it's not in alignment and there's no desire to understand, they're never going to understand. It doesn't matter how long you talk. It doesn't matter how many attempts, like 
you engage in to get this person to understand. If there is no desire to understand, they're never going to understand. And even if there is a shred of understanding, they likely won't even acknowledge it because of what that, what they feel that means about them. And I think, you know, life is a lot easier when we take our ego out of it. I'm getting better at that. I'm definitely like not an expert, but I think, you know, as a society, we have a long way to go. And I think by us doing these things where we take our ego out of the equation, I think it really opens the door to more fulfilling relationships, more effective communication, less bullshit. You know, I mean, that's one of the things I love about kids is they just are who they are with no apologies. And I think with kids, like, you know where you stand when we get older and start worrying more about what people think of us and what people are going to say and and living according to what other people's expectations are versus living in alignment with who we really are, like, that's when the waters get really muddy. And so that is one of the things that I am really trying to cultivate in my son is just really being true to who he is and, yes, being mindful of how people feel, but not letting that dictate his behavior. It's hard to do, taking your ego out of the equation. And I think, you know, as with anything, the more you do it, the easier it's going to become. And we're all human. You know, often we're doing the best that we can at that moment in time. But I don't think there's any harm to wanting to be better, to wanting to be more sensitive, to wanting to be more compassionate, wanting to be more understanding and empathetic. Like, I don't think anyone's worse off for trying to be those things. So I know it's a strong desire for many of us to feel as though people care, to feel understood. And that starts with someone actually having a true, genuine desire to understand those that think differently, those that do differently. And we can't control someone's desire to understand or lack of desire to understand. All we can control is ourselves. And if a relationship isn't what we want it to be, and if we are not feeling as though we're getting the level of respect that we deserve and that we desire, and there doesn't seem to be much consideration there in terms of how we feel about things, then maybe that's a relationship that we shouldn't be in. Maybe not forever, but maybe for that that season, you know? So this is my soapbox for the day, and I hope you found it helpful. If you did, I would love to know. And if you didn't, I'm just going to put myself out there. I would love to know that too. So you can send me an email, Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I, at awakentheextraordinary.com. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram at it's actually Christy, again, K-R-I-S-T-I. And thank you as always for listening. I appreciate you so very much. And I encourage you to stay kind, stay compassionate, and stay curious with yourself and others. And I'll talk with you soon.